Hello and welcome to the Four Pillars Podcast. Join us for a quick 10-minute talk show where in each episode we speak to an individual about their experiences improving in one of the pillars to a healthy life, the heart, mind, body, and spirit. Today we're talking to Jake Young, or Ira Jacob Young, uh, about his experiences in maintaining and establishing a balanced life. How you doing, man? Doing good, how are you? Doing good. (laughs) Today we're not going to go on a specific pillar, we're just going to go overall, um, just so that we can give a quick break to start out the second season of The Four Pillars. Uh, but introduce yourself, like what are you studying, or studied, you graduated, um, yeah. but what was your degree in? Uh, so I am a native to Rexburg, and my parents both teach at BYU-Idaho here, so I grew up in a pretty academic family. Um, I recently just graduated from uh, BYU-Hawaii in intercultural peacebuilding. So I graduated here just a few months ago and my wife's finishing up school here at BYU-Idaho. So just working right now and then we'll head off to grad school about a year from now. Cool. Yeah. So what are the nonprofits that you've been involved in? Um, well, I... I went and studied at BYU Jerusalem for a semester a couple years ago, and while I was there, um, I had the I had started at my own nonprofit called Cathartic Expressions. Um, I my field of study for grad school and what I'm doing right now, um, research-wise with BYU Hawaii, is focused on um, extremist prevention. Um, so over in the Middle East or organized crime um, methods, alternative methods to help prevent violent and extremist behavior. So I had started a nonprofit a couple years ago called Cathartic Expressions that focused on helping people um, essentially find use music or heavy metal music as a way of um, expressing their trauma, their anger, things like that, um, instead of um, turning towards violent methods to do that. Awesome. Um, yeah. And I, I guess the other one I am now, I'm working for an organization called Heart Support um, on their fundraising team. And they focus, it's a metal support community, um, but they focus on mental health um, and uh, wellness. So Cool. Yeah. So what's the plan with your graduate school? Oh, well, that's a, that's a bit of a fun story. I, I, my, the current plan right now is to, there's a George Mason University has a, a dual doctorate program. They've partnered with Malta University. Um, so I would go live in Malta for a year and, um, I would get a dual master's degree in uh, diplomacy and conflict resolution. And then, uh, there's a, uh, dip- diplomacy, uh, what's scholarship that, uh, offers if you, they'll pay for another master's degree if you are a diplomat for five years. So I'm thinking of doing that and getting a third master's in psychology um, and then I'll do the, their program for five years. And then, um, all of that is in preparation for a dual doctorate degree at, at Notre Dame, um, Notre Dame university in peace studies and psychology. So in order for me to be able to qualify for that, I need to have basically a master's in each category. So what's the time frame for all of that? It's about 15 years. Wow. It's probably t- from now to the end. So how old are you now? I'm 26. Oh wow, that's a wild. <laughs> yeah. So what do you, what does that qualify you for? Um, a lot of consultant jobs, um, a lot of teaching. Like I'll be able to teach at universities, uh, working in the private sector, 
and that's what I'm hoping to do. I, I, I initially had wanted to do those music programs in the Middle East. That's my field of focus. Um, now I'm wanting to more, I still want to work in the Middle East and in Africa, but I want to focus more on starting counseling programs, um, helping to train individuals that are trying to get out of extremism or who are prone to join extremist groups in these areas that are war-torn, um, helping training them to be therapists so that not only can they help themselves cope with life uh, at a better advantage, but they can also work with their community um, with counseling, things like that. So that's kind of where I'm leaning towards. The music is still a part of that. I'm hoping to start music festivals over in the Middle East again. There used to be one that was pretty popular, um, but we're hoping to kind of resurrect the music uh, festival and scene over there and promote mental health, um, just peace building principles, stuff like that. So what so. made you want to go into these things? Uh, I don't know. That, that kind of goes into the spirit aspect. I, I, uh, I'm a pretty driven person, but, um, I've just felt that I was going to be led, um, in my direction of career. And so I kind of just followed kind of where the spirits taken me. I've a lot of religious prayer, a lot of, um, pondering and just kind of following where I feel like I need to go. And so I initially had gone to Hawaii, um, as a high school student, there was a girl I was interested in and that's, and so I found out she was going there. And so I'm like, well, I never even considered Hawaii, but I'm like, sure, I'll go there if she's going. So, um, but that, that felt, you know, that didn't happen. And, uh, but I'd gotten into Hawaii. So I was like, well, I'll still go. And so I looked for programs and peace building was the one that kind of stuck out most of my mind. I'm like, that's really fascinating. I was really interested in cultures and world religions. So it's like, well, I'm still going to go cause it sounds fun. And, uh, so I, I decided to do that program. And then from there it just all kind of happened organically. Um, just kind of, I was very interested in music. Um, I had some really cool experiences with metal music and how it's been able to help people with trauma um, a lot of anger, um, then be able to cope. And so that got me fascinated. So I kind of combined the two over the years as I was studying and that's kind of where it's catapulted me today. So dang, yeah, that's crazy. I never even heard of these majors until I talked to you about them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is not a very pop. It's not a very, uh, old major. It's pretty new. That's so. still, that's, that's a really interesting thing to go into and definitely something that the world needs right now. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. So how, you talked about the spirit a little bit, but mm -hmm. how did you develop spiritually? Was it from um, just like high school experiences or was it from your mission? Um, where did you gain the most knowledge in your spiritual side? Um, I think most, it is a process. It's been a process for me, but um, I have, you know, I grew up in a um, an LDS family. So I've always known that I was going to go on a mission. And so I had initially you know, had just decided to go on a mission because I'm like, this is what I need to do before I can get married and have family, which I was looking forward to. Um, but I quickly changed that motive once I got out on my mission. Um, once I got out there, I just started studying a lot. And it happened a little bit before I left too. I started studying um, once I'd received the call to go on a mission in a couple months. Um, I just started um, reading the scriptures, praying a lot, trying to understand. I I'm one of those people that I'm like, I need to know what I'm like, what I actually believe in. I need to know it's legit before I'm going to follow it. And so I had some cool experiences where I just prayed and said, I need to know this is true or else I'm going to walk away from all this. And 
had some spiritual confirmations that what I was, um, what I was doing, what I was studying, um, that it was true. It was good. So that got me on my mission. And then on my mission, I just studied a ton. I was, I was more of a nerdy missionary on, on the days off that missionaries had, they'd play basketball and I'd be reading church history volumes in the church library and, um, institute manuals, all kinds of stuff just cause I couldn't get enough. And so that really helps with my spirituality too. Um, I think the big one though is just I, you know, as I studied, I just had a big, a, a very strong, overwhelming desire to just do what God wanted me to do. I'd felt the Spirit many times, and I, I had a testimony, a personal witness that God was real, um, and that He was involved in my life. So I was just like, I just want to do what You want me to do. Um, you know, I, I know You have a plan for Your kid, Your children here on Earth, and I want to be part of that. So. That really, I think that was kind of the defining moment, the pivotal moment is when I had that prayer of like, I, I give everything to you. I devote myself to you. And I know a lot of Christians have that moment, you know, even, um, there, there's different stories you can find online of different Christians doing that. And that was a big moment for me. So since then it's, I've had lots of really amazing experiences, a lot of trials that's brought me closer to, to God. And, um, that's kind of shaped me who I, into who I am today, but, um, it all kind of started, it's been a gradual process. So, I know you talked about your studies and then also um, we've talked about like working out and then also you've talked about like pursuing your passions. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that doing those things like working out, um, improving your mind and pursuing your passions has made it easier for you um, to feel the spirit and pursue spiritual things? Oh, for sure. I, I'm a big proponent that unless you are well integrated in all aspects of your life, um, spirituality is is very hard because it, spirituality is a very nuanced and quiet thing in life. You have to be able to be in tune with your emotions. You have to be in tune with your surroundings and, and yourself. Um, and, and granted, you can feel the spirit even if you're not in tune, but to really be in that groove of feeling the spirit and being guided and, and gaining knowledge spiritually, um, I really do feel like you have to have... Um, you have to be well integrated with the body, with the mind, the heart, with relationships. Um, so, yeah, I would say for me, the times that I have been, I feel like I've been able to be the most spiritual or the most in tune with the spirit is when I am working out regularly or doing a workout that routine that might, that fits me, you know, that helps me feel um, fulfilled when I am learning daily, whether it's academically or in my own pursuits, reading a book, something that can expand my mind. And then even relationships. Yeah. Just maintaining um, a healthy relationship, a loving relationship with family members, friends. Um, now for me, it's a spouse, you know, um, all of those things, I think they all tie in They're all And even with, you know, physicality, like with the body and with the mind, it's easier to do all those things when everything is, when you're paying attention to all the aspects. Definitely. So, do you think that you had, or do you think that you have developed a, a more balanced life with your understanding of like the spirit and the body and everything? Um, do you think that that's helped you to just be more content in your life? Oh, for sure. I, I think, uh, having a, a good disciplined, um, regiment every day of things that need to be done, um, and really doing it daily, um, is one of the best ways to increase in spirituality and even in just overall health. I think human beings need structure 
And, and there's, there's a balance of course, but we do need structure. And I think when we wake up and we, we don't have anything that we tell ourselves we need to do that day, um, day in and day out, that can be very damaging to our well being. And I think that, uh, I love what, um, you know, what the, uh, Jordan Peterson has talked about in his book, uh, the 12 steps where he just says, in order to take control of your life, you got to start with cleaning your room with how you dress with your hygiene, things like that. And I think that's the, for me, it's getting ready every day. It's taking a little time to study every day, taking some time to go work out every day to read, you know, do, I just pay attention to each one of those things, taking time to spend with my wife and, you know, and my, my family every day. Um, all that stuff I feel like really opens your mind up, keeps it healthy so that you can focus on the spirit. Definitely. So if there's someone listening right now, who's in like a crisis of life and doesn't mm-hmm. really know where to go, like they, they feel like they have nowhere to turn and they don't have any friends and things aren't going well. Um, what's your number one piece of advice? Like, how would you address them? I feel like that question's a, it's a good one, but it's kind of hard to address specifically because everyone's circumstances are so unique. Um, the nonprofit that I'm working for now, Heart Support, they have a, um, they call it the, the support wall where it's a forum where people can write about the problems they're going through and they get support from volunteers online that respond to them. And after, after having volunteered on that for a long time, I've realized that everyone's unique in their circumstances. And so, you know, I I would say if someone who's struggling with these aspects in their lives, I would say really my, maybe my best advice is to figure out, um, maybe what, I guess the, whatever you're going through in your life, whatever seems to be hardest, just start with the basics. Um, if you're wanting things to get better, maybe just add a little structure in your life. Um, maybe just take some time to really be mindful and and take deep breaths. I think that's a big problem too. I've seen is most people who struggle with, with mental illness or just overall life is just really hard and not integrated. Um, a lot of times they get in a mindset where they're not able to be mindful of themselves and their surroundings. So I feel like I'm a big proponent of mindfulness of taking time to, to meditate, to sit down in, in a quiet area and breathe, and then just feel, you know, feel your hands on your legs or feel your feet on the floor, feel those sensations that kind of ground you back into reality. That's called grounding. It's a true method. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think that is like the app headspace, um, is a great way to start. My wife has been doing that. Um, and I've done a little bit of it. It's an awesome app, but that's the same thing. It's just taking time to deep breaths and just think about your surroundings and think about, try to get to know who you are. Um, I even had a talk with my mom the other day. Um, you know, she's a successful lady, does a lot of things, but she's had some really, some struggles. Um, and that's kind of what it came down to is sometimes we lose ourselves because we're so caught up in either trying to self-medicate or to, um, you know, move forward in life that we don't take time to say, Hey, where am I going? Where do I want to end up? Who am I? You know, what, what traits do I have? What do I like about myself? What are some things I should work on? I think as you do that, it can really help you out. So, yeah, I agree. I think you touched on some good things about, you know, finding your community with like the support wall that you found, Mm -hmm. um, at your nonprofit, um, the one you work for. And then also, like he was talking about grounding, if you guys are interested, um, 
if you need help and you feel like you're in a point where everything's kind of coming down on you and you're stressed out and you're anxious, um, try to find a counselor who's qualified to, um, to help you with trim method. They, if you ask them about it, they'll know what it is. And basically what it is, is it's like he said, grounding. Um, and it gets you back to a point where you feel a little bit more comfortable thinking about serious things and you feel a little bit more confident in your life and you can calm down. Meditation also is a great piece of advice mm -hmm. that people just need to figure out where they are and then move on from there. Um, but I think that um, would wrap it up for today. Um, good pieces of advice. Um, where can people find you? Are you doing anything visible? Uh, probably just on Facebook. That's that's yeah. about it right now. Yeah, <laughs> not other than that. Maybe one day. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have more of a presence online. But and you said you're. What is the nonprofit you're working for right now? Uh, heart support. Heart support. Yeah, it's uh, they they. It's two words, but they combine it. Okay. Heart support online, and uh, it's a great organization. Honestly, if people are feeling are struggling with life, um, and need a direction, it's a great place to go to find a community of people who are also struggling. Um, and just get some love and support. So I'd say that's another great opportunity. Just find it, even in general, find a group maybe that you can go and be a part of um, to help bring some meaning into your life. Definitely, I agree. Um, so that'll end up the episode for today. Uh, please rate the podcast and share with others about what you're learing. Um, but hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.